Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Hello. So something uh a couple of things, a couple a couple of big things happened this week. Um well, for one, Pat and I got to meet each other. <laughs> right. Uh I thought that's what you're supposed to do with weird chicks that you talk to on the internet. <laughs> Correct me. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. Correct um, but... me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> what was your? If, if you could, well, you said you said you were going to write me a Yelp review. What's your? Uh, what's your review? <laughs> did I? You um, did. Yeah. <laughs> take with lots of alcohol. No, it was. Uh, it was a real good time. Um, I think it. I think it went down absolutely perfectly. I don't think that I would have survived another hour in your presence. Um, <laughs> we got. We got pretty shitty, but I got to see Dayton. The whole, I mean, it was, it was, uh, the tail end of a week long vacation for me. So it was, I was already kind of out of sorts and, uh, it was, I had spent, you know, about a week down South in the mountains and, uh, Dayton is a beautiful city. It was, it was nice to be back in the Midwest with flatlands and big asses. And it was just, uh. (laughs) you know not you i'm thinking about the people at the liquor store um, no i have no ass so don't don't lie to these people <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to sell you guys a false bill of goods yeah. right i got all the titties no ass <laughs> but uh that's true we did see that really big ass at the liquor store oh yeah um <laughs> but no it was a good it was a real good time it was it was a uh it was the perfect ending to a vacation and um yeah, you did not disappoint. Yeah, and you know, we had talked about doing like all this stuff leading up to like, you know, we're like, oh, when we get together, we're going to do this, so we're going to do that. We didn't do shit, guys. We sat around and drank. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I mean, like I would I, I would have been down to be productive, but I think, like I said, no complaints. Everything went exactly the way it was supposed to. I was so yeah. fucking hungover the next day that like, because I think I left at like 12, 1230. It wasn't like terribly late. No, um, wasn't that bad. Yeah, and we, you know, we didn't really start drinking until like seven thirty. I don't even know what time I got. Like, you know, like it was a good. It wasn't like a super long, like you know, bro down session. But um, I don't know if like it didn't need to go to two in the morning because I would have been fucking shit faced, even more yeah. than I already was. And no, right. Saturday was pretty rough for me. So like, especially being in a car for five hours and like nursing a hangover that whole time with sure. three kids. And uh, I, yeah, and I rate spouse. So uh, <laughs> it was, uh, man, it was a good time. It was a real good time. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I know a lot of people were excited to see it. Um, you know, but it's just you know, uh, there will be more in the future. It'll just ha- it'll happen. Now it's my turn to go to the, to go there. And uh, right. Well, we're actually. Be- I'm. You know, and I'm skipping ahead a little bit because I know we're going to get to it later in the show. But um, I think we might, me and my kid are going to go do that arc thing again, and uh, over Liberty Weekend. So we'll see how everything turns out. But uh, you should pick me up if you do it. Yeah, we're we're trying. We're we're not officially planning it, planning it yet. But we're it's in like the discussion stages, and like we're looking at options and stuff. So I, I want. I mean, I'll probably get, end up getting. I don't know if they'll even let me in, but like, why wouldn't they? <laughs> Uh, because I, it's me. <laughs> You're on some have kind of watch me? list. Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> now now that you mention it, you know. I'm kind of a godless heathen, and it's written all over my face and body. So <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna know. 
Well, we'll just, it'll be September by then. It's Labor Day. We'll put you in a long sleeve shirt. We'll get you some slacks and, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, figure it out. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, we are definitely, we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit, but, you know, that, but no, it was fun. It was a great time. Um, how was your uh, 4th of July? What did you, what did you do? Not much. I mean, like, we, we I have two dogs, so, like, and usually we take, uh, I, this is my first year having two dogs. So mm-hmm. usually I just have the one and we, we normally go out to the country, um, to Indiana with the dog and, uh, don't deal with like the fireworks and how fireworks affect dogs. Or maybe I have in the past, but I feel like this was the first year where I was like, oh my God, my dogs are fucking catatonic right now. So the, you know, we got back to town on the third and the third and the fourth was just dealing with that shit um my dog's going nuts and stuff and uh yeah i mean we we blew off a few fun <laughs> having that said of course i blew off some fireworks of my own uh okay. the night the night of the fourth but didn't get too crazy and drank a little bit the night of the fourth but nothing you know after friday night i had kind of gotten a lot of it out of my system sure so just kind of chilled out like i don't think we really did anything of note um Oh, I saw that meme. <laughs> Here's another project that'll go absolutely nowhere that Pat's going to talk about. Uh, I saw that meme on, um, I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram or something. Someone was was passing something around and it said, like, they should make uh, Mamma Mia, but instead of, and I, I reposted it on Twitter, but yeah, make Mamma Mia, but instead of, you know, a bunch of Greeks at a wedding, it should be a bunch of witches in the woods. Yes. And it should be Fleetwood Mac songs instead of ABBA. And uh, I thought it was a really good idea at the time. So maybe take into consideration what my mental state might have been. But uh, <laughs> I was like, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I spent I spent part of the rest of the weekend like watching musicals and uh, and like taking notes as to what we should do and not do. Have you ever seen Sweeney Todd before? Yeah. So I watched that for the first time. Okay. And, um, it was it. It works better as a horror movie. As a musical, is kind of shitty. Uh-huh. Um, th- there's no like really good songs there, yeah. but it is interesting. Um, I think it works better as a movie. Like I don't. I think if I saw that as a play, like in the theater, I I wouldn't be impressed unless it was a very like uh, technically proficient production. But um, I guess as as true uh, theater people would say, I wasn't impressed by the book for it. The the, the yeah. songs and the all that stuff was just kind of meh. Um, but I thought as far as like a horror musical goes, uh, concept and execution was pretty good. The music just fucking sucked, you know? Um, but that's yeah, what... I'm not a big fan. Did you watch Repo, the genetic opera? I bet you didn't. <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> I almost spit out my coffee. No, but it is on my list. I'm going to rewatch oh like God. Hard Day's Night. I have a list of stuff I want to go through and watch. I haven't seen In the Heights yet. Um, but I'm going to go on a kind of a musical binge this week. Okay, well, that needs to be the first one that you said. I promise. You're going to love it. Just watch it, please. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, I got I, I got really drunk on 4th of July, so that was, that was cool. Good for um, you. I did. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I did. You know, and I really kind of sat down and thought about it, and I had realized that, like, I've been drunk for, like, pretty much every night the last week. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, shit, there's a lot of heavy drink. But it's been, it was my birthday week, so, right. you know, I, I, you know, I did the damn thing. It was my third, you know, my 30th birthday, so, um, you know, we, we did a lot. We did a lot of stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, we, we had 4th of July. We um, 
did it over at Shane's house and okay um you know so where Shane's house is located he's located right up the street from our local park that typically does the fireworks every year um so we kind of had our own personal uh show actually that lasted for about 30 minutes just from the guys and what they bought and uh and then we watched the um the the delco park which is where the fireworks are we we could see them from his house so um you know it was good it was good stuff and you know i got to see people and that felt really good because i haven't really been very social lately and yeah. uh i needed it so um uh, but it was it was fun uh, you know and then i um you know as as people i'm sure people want to know because they gave me their money to prevent this i had court today i did not go to jail <laughs> And that's all you really need to know about it. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank, thanks a lot. Um, but did you, uh, Pat, did you happen to hear the uh, last week's episode that, that you weren't here on? I, of course I did. I, lis- I, I listened to the show. This is my, one of my favorite podcasts. And uh, with Kinsey on, it was a how could I miss? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was good stuff. So it we, was good. Um, you know, obviously, Kinsey got to, you know, help me break the cherry, I guess, on the uh, on the UAP report. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, I, I don't know if people want to hear maybe what you have to say about it or, you know, how you felt about it. I feel like it was, I, I mean, you'd have to go back and check the tape, but I feel like it's exactly what we said it was going to be. I mean, right. I, I think we prophesized it, you know, yeah. there was, there's absolutely no mention of extraterrestrial anything. Um, it was left very ambiguous. It. It only looked at a fraction of the most recent cases. It didn't really. I don't. Did they? They didn't even really detail what what era of or what cases they were drawing upon from. Right. Well, I mean, that's a preliminary assessment. Allegedly, there's more to come. The individual, like we talked about last week, um, you know, I'd mentioned that um, the discovery hasn't come out yet, and the discovery is the actual investigation of these things. Those those files are still classified. They're not entitled to declassify those files they don't have to Mm -hmm. so um we you know we might still i mean well we we might still get them they they might release them and just show that they're inconclusive but we don't have details i mean they did note that you know out of 144 143 of these things are unexplained so what does that mean exactly what what are they talking about exactly what was it that they saw what was it that they investigated that they couldn't account for? Right. You know, so there's still a, a, a long ways to go. However, that's all we're going to get. I mean, they're still not going to admit to, you know, um, they're, they're not going to admit to extraterrestrials. No, of course right not. Now. And there was yeah. no, no theorizing about occupants or, or point of origin or anything like that. Um, right. I do, I did feel though, and that it, it, the one kind of, the one um i feel like the they did make kind of an allusion to uh point of origin as being um not from this nation right i felt like they kind of left the door open a little bit for it to be from a foreign government um that it was it was potentially terrestrial based they said foreign adversary but that that could mean that just means things that we don't that aren't aren't ours i mean you know so it doesn't it doesn't say whether it is or isn't um right and and i did find it interesting that i had no idea that and i guess it it makes it 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 makes sense in the context of this investigation that they were focusing primarily on incidents that happen in relation to um military installations 
which yeah. is from a point from a standpoint of national security makes total fucking sense. Right. So they're not so much concerned with a sighting that somebody had driving down, you know, I-75 or something. They're they're going to focus more on uh you know, uh air like airspace that was invaded. And Right. That makes sense because you're going to have a more credible type of witness. You're going to have military. You're going to have air traffic controllers or people that are kind of in, in the industry. And you're going to have it documented better because you're going to – these places record their shit and they have better oh. – uh, are you on Discord right now? <laughs> Discord's talking to me. I'm not <laughs> on it, but it's, I, can't, I don't know how to turn it off. It makes noise. I'm sorry. I love Discord. I love Discord and I love Clubhouse. Those are my – I'm not, I, I'm I not wish, good at Discord. I'm really bad at Discord it. Discord is awesome if you're like putting together so – yeah, I was actually thinking about this today. Like if I if we pull the trigger on this witch musical, I was going to do everything via Discord server. Um, it's really good for organizing files and material if you're working on like a group project. Like, um, my D and D, uh, my like vampire stuff is all done via discord, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Or are there, or the, my other, uh, streaming D and D game is all done via discord. So there, there's, it's very nerdy though. Well, right. And that's, I mean, so that's basically what, that's why I have, I've got discord for the clubhouse people. And then mm-hmm. I also have it because I was on the, uh, which, you know, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I'll share it again. I was on the bloody bits, uh, or podcast. I think it's what it's called. The bloody bits podcast. Um, God, I don't even know what it's called, but I was on there. They have the show they call it the Candace Files, and uh, I was I was on there, and um, so they added me to the Discord because they want me to continue coming back. We talked about uh, that Expedition X episode, so we riffed on it. It was it was a good time. You guys should listen to it. I'll I'll drop it in the description. But you know, not to jump around too much, but I was there was a podcast that where the people follow me on Twitter. I don't know who it is, so I'm not going to promote them because I I don't know, but. They were looking for people that had um, UFO stories to come on and talk. And okay. after, because um, not only your encouragement, but the, uh, after what you guys. The clubhouse. Talk- no. And, and you and Kinsey talking about it last episode. Um, I don't know. I think I might actually pull the trigger and do that. Do it. You know, because I think it would be good for the, our show. Um, yes. Because it'll open it up to a whole different audience. You know, like, oh, you like me here in this. If you like me talking about the story on this episode, you should listen to my show where I talk about shit like this all the time. Yes, you should um, absolutely do it. I don't want to necessarily position myself as somebody that's like, oh my god, you know, I don't know. Like, just a, do it. Write a fucking book about it, I guess. Although Guys, I, sh- I should you don't write have a to book. do it. No, you, should, you could write a book about it if you want to. I mean, Travis Walton did. I mean, he, I write books about everything his else. His story's bullshit. So I write books about music to fuck to. Like I could write a book about this. I could write. You, you could write a book about cryptids to fuck to. Oh God, I don't. <laughs> that, anyway, back on what we were talking about, I did. I did have a little bit of an update regarding the the UAP kind of situation. Okay. <laughs> um so you know with that uh you know a lot of people have been asking about they've been so tied up in what you know the u.s is doing um they didn't really know what was going on in the rest of the world so um the uk did come out and say that they did not plan a a uap report of any kind um they were not planning on releasing any of it um mostly because the uh minister of defense uh was you know stated that um there's you know there's been no indication um that there's an existence of any type of military threat to the uk from these things now that could be because they've been throwing money at this already throwing money at what at 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 the ufos 
Well, how do like, you, in what way? Like trying to buy them off? No, 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 no. They could already be taking taking it seriously and investigating it. So they could already have their own own little branch, little group of people that are already investigating these things. So they don't feel the need to like because like the main reason that the U.S. is doing it is to basically announce that we are going to be putting money towards these things. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Is to justify right. budget expenditure. Like we're gonna we're gonna allocate, you know, X number. Like we're going to have a group, right? That's studying. That's why. That's why we have the task force doing it. The, but it does, that doesn't make. Force. But think about it. Like why? First of all, we've had that already. So why do they need a public one now? Because they need to justify spending the money. Is our budgetary oversight so much more intense now than it was a couple decades ago to where we suddenly can't hide money anymore in the fucking budget? Well, I think so because if they're building all of these towers all over the place, like that guy we talked about, then yeah, people are going to start questioning what the hell it is. Uh, If they're beefing up their their tracking system, then yeah, I think so. I think then you can't really hide it anymore. Right. right. Well, I think it's getting to that point. Whereas like, you know, like I said, over at the UK, maybe they've already had these things in place and they've already made the story and they're like, oh, that's just a weather balloon tracking system. I don't know what they got over there. I've never been over there. But, (laughs) you know, but, but they did come out and say that, like I said, they weren't releasing any type of official report, which, you know, we didn't have to either, but we did. Um. You know, so I I wanted to, um, you know, mention that. I also wanted to mention that a couple of days ago on Monday, a really big event happened, you guys. And uh, Monday was X Day. No, do we remember, class, what X Day is? Of course. We're my it's, favorite podcast guest. It's a... <laughs> Yes. Um, X Day happens every every July 5th, 1998. Um, and it is uh, basically the um, end of the world day for the Church of the Subgenius folks, which is, is me also now. And uh, anyway, they had a big old, they partied down in Florida. Um, our, uh, our Reverend Crimson Nicholas, he was there. I'm sorry, our doctor reverend i think he's a doctor now i don't know what he is anymore time's a weird thing so your titles are also my guy but (laughs) he he went down and you know to celebrate um you know the end of the world to to get his pleasure craft and uh this year wasn't the year but next year next year it'll be july 5th 1998 so um uh kudos to that make sure that you spend your 35 dollars to you know get your eternal salvation because that's important um, but yeah, I didn't, I haven't gotten my, you know, I, I spent my $35. I haven't got my pleasure craft yet, but I know it's coming. I believe, I, I believe in Bob. So <laughs> you know, it'll happen, but. <laughs> or, or maybe it was, maybe it was <laughs> nothing. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always, it's July 5th, 1998. So uh-huh. I just have to wait for that day to happen and then it'll be time. So i think i need to practice my slack more i think that's the problem i don't have enough slack i need to do better at my slack and then and well that's not true i paid my 35 dollars, so i get my pleasure craft no matter what you know what i don't know how this works really i don't think anybody i don't think any of us really do and that's okay so (laughs) there's always next year i'm i really am hoping with enough planning next year i actually will be able to make it to the festival that's kind of the whole reason why i bought the membership was just to be invited to this festival yeah and i didn't get to go this year usually it's in ohio every year and you know this year happened to be in fucking florida so i don't know we'll see what happens next year but yeah that was um a right. note that was and hopefully note. there's no pending litigations where you're you know 
<laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Everybody was like, I showed up to the 4th of July thing and everybody's like, aren't you supposed to be, be with Red down at the thing? And I was like, well, yeah. I'm like, you know, and I thought about it, but it was like a lot of money for me to go down there and be the hottest person there. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Right. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, ne- next to, to Crimson Neculus, of course, you know, he's just a lady killer. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> that happened. Um what else happened? What else was no? That's all my news. I don't have any other news for that. I want to talk about the Gulf of Mexico fire. Yes, please go ahead. Because that was going on while we were getting drunk on your couch, and I think I had noticed it on my phone throughout the day, and just thought I don't know what the fuck I thought it was, but I'm sure by now people are are pretty familiar with it. Um, yeah, it, it was a uh, let me get the exact Pemex, which is a Mexico state-owned oil company said that there was a gas leak in one of the platforms and it caused like that giant like it looks like the eye of mordor uh in the gulf of mexico and um basically burned for most of friday morning and they put it out it might have been it was five or six hours or whatever but uh was super crazy and the video there's video of it all over youtube and like i'm saying most people have probably seen it by now but if you haven't check it out because uh it looks it looks very unreal and um that and that was part of the reason why i think if i came across it in my news feed on friday i probably just disregarded it and kept going because i didn't think it was a real story and it ended up being a real story so um very interesting that uh that's the same place kind of if everyone remembers the deep horizon that oil leak that happened uh, a couple years ago where I don't know how long the oil leaked into the ocean for before they finally were able to cap it off. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, I mean, it, yeah, I remember that. I don't, I guess I don't, I mean, it, it looks cool, I guess, but it's horrible that that's happening. Um, I don't, uh, but I, I guess I don't understand the, the appeal of what? i don't know it's just so weird to me that stuff like that blows up it doesn't stuff like that happen all the time it's happening more and more and what i think is interesting is that you know so much when we talk about like pollution and when we talk about um renewable resources and trying to give our planet like an extended life and not destroy this place as quickly as fucking possible it's the 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 impetus is always put on the common person to recycle and to make greener choices. And I'm somebody who, you sure. know, environmental sustainability is a part of like what I do for a living. And it's, it's something that I, I went back to school for later on in life. So like, I understand that, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of pressure being put on companies and, um, you know, individuals to, to make different choices and use led light bulbs instead of CFLs and all this shit. And it's just crazy to me that like, of all the of all the responsibility that's put on the common person to recycle and reuse and make greener choices, then you have shit like this happen. Yeah, <laughs> that, that right. like is there? It's a, a fucking bona fide environmental calamity, and people are yeah. just like, well, whatever, you know. And that to me is like, you know, I don't need to ever recycle in my whole entire life, like, and I won't do nearly the amount of damage that was done in five hours on Friday morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. it's, it, we're, we're, we're kind of not being given, 
a choice as to whether or not we keep this planet habitable because it's, it's being decided by much larger, bigger organizations, you know, like this whole, um, the, this, the, the Pemex, the company that was responsible for this, it's a, like I said, it's a Mexican, it's Mexico's state owned oil company. And they tweeted that, uh, the incident did not generate any type of spill, which is like ridiculous because (laughs) Like the ocean doesn't just catch on fire. Like the ocean's wet. Well, yes, and like for if you think about how much fuel. So okay, we know how fires start, right? There's you need combustion, you need uh, fuel, you need oxygen, and you need an igniter, and that's how fire fucking exists. Okay, right. So for a, for fire, the fire to be that intense that it evaporates the water around it to let that fire continue like that, like that's a massive amount of fuel that's being um, dumped into the ocean and honestly the only thing and this is me knowing absolutely nothing about uh what they were pumping or or how it was being transported anything like that just looking at the eye of that like fire whirlpool hopefully that was that was the majority of the leak being burned off right like i can't imagine like for for that for that for that uh flame to be that intense that it sustained itself in a body of, of a, a limitless body of water um, right it was bringing an insane amount of fuel i can't imagine that unless the leak was absolutely enormous to where there was fuel excess fuel on top of that i would think that everything that was being everything from the leak was being combusted like that i don't know though that's just me well right i mean because you gotta i mean it's not like it it was a fire that was on land that spread to like some leakage and it, like it was right in the middle of the fucking well not in the middle of the ocean but right in the middle you know of water it was right. water surrounding it wasn't like it was attached to anything it's just no possible way <laughs> that it happened the way these people are trying to say it happened they're just trying to not be held accountable and so <laughs> right and who's going to hold them accountable is it going to be another government is it going to be the un i mean the epa i mean well the epa wouldn't even have jurisdiction there because this is mexico so who knows i mean that's a good question yeah. it's Absolutely. yeah i mean it's everyone remember when the fukushima stuff was happening um that happened when i was on midnights and coast to coast would do like almost weekly updates and for, it seemed like for two years it was like well we're still we're still leaking radioactive material into the fucking you know pacific ocean <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that went on like forever you know yeah and uh i mean who knows what kind of destructive impact that's having on the environment and if anyone does know they're probably not gonna fucking tell you right you know and that's why i mean i hate to bring it back to the uap stuff but my theory has always been that these are terrestrial crafts and that there's some kind of off-world program going on or, or secret space program and just when you look at like just environmental devastation like this for me i gotta almost i gotta at least a part of me has to think like dude they don't give a fuck no they are they are they are almost tripping over themselves trying to destroy the environment as quickly as fucking possible well and, and you leave know, this it's, planet inhabitable it's the same concept of you know all these companies that celebrate pride month but then like will discriminate against gay people outside of pride you know right it's just it's just it's just smoke and mirrors that's all it is so it's like us as individuals we're trying very hard and are there genuine companies out there that do care about the environment sure sure i'm sure there are um but most of them don't because they have they have they have have more money like they don't care because they have all this money and that's what they care about and that's well it's just not their priority like their priority as a business is to be a fucking business and to make money and at some point either in your manufacturing or in anything like you're gonna do something that's harming the environment but i think that's one of those things where like you know as as (laughs) 
Midwestern children of a earlier gender, you know, F like, you know, simpler times, I guess, or whatever, you know, we're used to hearing that things are bad for you. And then they, they walk it back. And it was like, or I, I was driven around by adults that smoke cigarettes and put, sure. and put kids in seatbelts. And that was perfectly commonplace for most of my adult life. And now it seems like fucking weird, but it's not, you know, um, or, or people that like, you know, you always, there's that picture of like an eighties birthday party and like the kids like blowing his candles out and there's an ashtray right in front of him, you know, <laughs> and it's right. like he's blowing the ashes on his birthday cake, you yeah. know, and that was just the way that we lived back in the day. So that, you know, I think what, what's in, what's in vogue for like being environmentally conscious, that bar changes a lot. Um, sure. Absolutely. So who, I think every company is probably responsible for a little bit of, uh, destruction yeah but yeah, then little, you see little this, death and destruction shit like this is definitely uh next level so i wanted to bring and, up that yeah and then you want to talk about the uh that that the florida thing. yeah the florida apartment collapse yeah. um which the death toll went up today i get again to like 32 wow. with still like over 100 people missing they're not gonna find those fucking people so like it's gonna be everyone and there's dead um but yeah so on on the morning of june 24th uh this fucking 12-story apartment building collapsed in florida miami florida i'm sure you've heard about it by now um and they still don't know exactly why it collapsed uh there's a couple theories and um one theory is that there was there was structural issues that were specific to that building sure um, Which is a very, it's a new, it's a pretty new building, right? It's, 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 I mean, I don't remember exactly when it was built, but that's what I remember reading is that they're shocked because it's so new. Right. Um, that I'm, it I, had to have been an engineering fault to begin with for it to have collapsed like this. Yeah, I'm not seeing the dates. Uh, it's a... It's well, forty years old, which I guess isn't too bad. Nineteen eighty, like that's, that's you know, pretty new. yeah, that's relatively new in the grand scheme of things. I mean, uh, considering, but you know, my I obviously have my own. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious about. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm scared to say because I don't want to start getting false reports. Uh huh. But. I'm wondering if there haven't been some Mothman sightings in the area. Mm. Yeah, I know. Well, I think I my, my theory is that Florida is sinking into the ocean, and that's just what did it. No, that's California. Well, Florida, too. <laughs> Florida might be, too. No, I, uh, the, the closest report that I've gotten, um, I don't know if I have any in Florida. I'm going to have to look, but I, I don't think yeah. so. But I had a recent one within the last couple of months that happened in Atlanta, Georgia. So I, okay. of course I'm curious, but again now I'm now I'm weary because I who knows if people are going to start reporting. Oh yeah, I did. I I live in Florida and I saw Mothman, and it's like a okay, dude. Yeah. If we have that many listeners, where we can like generate like the cracks alone, the crackpot listeners alone are enough to generate a bullshit flap. Like <laughs> I would be, I would be more impressed than anything. So <laughs> we might. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. Listen, you want to talk listeners. about grassroots effort here? Like, sure. <laughs> Go out there and spread your Mothman prop- propaganda. Go right. tell everybody that he collapsed it because you saw him and say that you're from Florida. Let's see how far we can take this. Um, 
<laughs> just so, because. You know, circling back to to being in the in the Smoky Mountains last week, like I wasn't down there to um, hunt for cryptids in any stretch of the imagination, but sure. we were we were definitely in an area where there's been sightings and disappearances and stuff in the past, right? And nothing happened. So I don't know what that proves, but. <laughs> I mean, nothing. You weren't there long enough to know. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were in a cabin. You weren't. Trust me. Trust me. These things are deep. They're deep in there. They're not hanging out on the side of the road like people think they are. Maybe sometimes in passing, but that's about it. Yeah. But I mean, when you, I think that the problem is, is that I was, you know, familiar with all those like missing 411 stories. Sure. And that going into those areas, it's always like, yeah, you know, broad daylight. You know, someone turned their back for a second and then someone, you know, in their party disappeared or whatever. And uh, I think that was my primary concern because I had three kids with me. I had, you know, it was myself, my wife, and we had, you know, three kids that were under the age well, of sure. 12. Sure. So it's like, fuck, I don't want one of these things to get captured by Bigfoot. Yeah. In uh, all fairness, I haven't really dug too much into the missing 411 stuff. Um, but I can tell you this. It's fucking dangerous to be in the woods, period. Yeah, it is. It's it's fucking dangerous, right? And not just, I mean, not because of Bigfoot or whatever, just because it is. Like, <laughs> it's like nature is trying to fucking kill you. So I don't know. And now, again, this is coming from somebody who knows pretty much nothing about it except for what other people have told me about it. Um, you know, but right now, I'm definitely skeptical that it has anything to do with portals and, you know, and Big, Bigfoot or, and even then, like, you know, that's what I hear is that the missing 411 is just simply that it's caused by cryptids, not, and then there's theories as to why and, you know, whatnot. So it goes deeper and deeper. So, um, you know, but I don't really, just in general, yeah, people go, just like we were talking about, just boats just go fucking missing in the ocean. People just go fucking missing all the time. For any reason whatsoever, whether it be the ocean or the forest, you're not safe anywhere, guys. Yeah, and and the mountains, like if you're, we're Midwesterners, right? So we're used to Hills. a certain type of geography. Yeah, sure. And like you know, you can you can be from Dayton or you can be from Indiana, or you can be from Chicago. You're used to the same trees, the right. same type of land, flat for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know. All of that stuff is the same, but if you go, you don't even have to go that far, but if you do go outside kind of like, uh, your, your biome, I guess you'd say, um, and think it gets very disorientating. That was a, when, when I first went to uh, Los Angeles with my band, this was like, you know, 15 years ago, but like, that was the first thing that struck me is that it's completely different flora and fauna. Yeah. The birds are different. The trees are different. The fucking bushes are different. It's a whole entire different ecosystem. And, you know, you can go from Chicago to Wisconsin to Ohio to, to Pennsylvania and see pretty much the same shit. Right. But when you go down to Tennessee, it's different. You're in mountains right. now. And there's there's gigantic tree roots that come out of the ground all over the fucking place. And, like, we, you know, not only did we go hiking in the Smoky Mountains, but we took, a, a like, a, a river raft tour. It was like being in Vietnam, you know what I mean? Like when you, it probably because when they shot those, I was actually, <laughs> I was, we rafted down the same river where they shot Deliverance. Um, but like when you oh. think, yeah, I know, I did not get laid though, unfortunately. Sexy, you didn't get laid. <laughs> I did not get, did not get. My I don't show. know if I would call it getting laid, Pat, but. <laughs> Well, it depends. Who do you think I? You think I'm Ned Beatty, or do you think I'm the the Mountain Man? It depends. Well, that's true. You did show up with with your peg boy shirt on, so let's. <laughs> do you get that reference? That's crazy. Because that that's that's like my favorite Chicago punk band, but that's 
what that refers to like as far as like pirates and stuff goes um i don't think anybody saw that shirt pat and thought about maybe butt pirates but i don't think they thought about anything else i didn't know that was a band get out of here (laughs) that's so regional that's crazy i wore that to the ark too (laughs) did you really yes there's a picture of me in front of a giant cross wearing my pegboard shirt no, I know what I was thinking of when I saw your shirt, but maybe that's maybe I'm the weirdo. I don't no, know. Well, it depends because like here's the thing about like that band. So like that band is like super famous in Chicago. They're like the second most famous Chicago punk band of all time, and that's because it's ex-members of the first famous. They're ex-members of Naked Raygun. They formed Pegboy, and um, I I won't get into which one I perform more, but that's the shirt that you saw me wearing. Sure. But, so like Pegboy was just like the name of like the Chicago punk band. And that's all it was for the longest time. And then finally I was like, I was like, what do pegboy means? And I looked it up and it was like pirates used to, uh, they used to also call them cabin boys, but um, they would take like a young sailor or someone that they would kidnap and they would basically make them sit on a chair with like a peg on it. And you, they would sit in there and they, that way that they were like, it was like a butt plug. And that way they could be easily, cajoled whenever the mood <laughs> struck them okay. which right. is that that's what pegboy refers to and uh i was just like oh my god like <laughs> that's not, this, this band that i've been listening to for like 10 years like, no, i think that's great no i think it's i think that's wonderful i really do but no i i know what you're saying i mean because i you know i go down to you know the appalachia all the time to you know that's most of my investigation that actually is in you know the west virginia appalachian mountains and and it's it is very different um it's scary because you're like not you're so out of your element you're like what is what is you know in in ohio it's pretty it's pretty hilly here i mean i wouldn't say that we definitely we don't have actual part of appalachia is is in ohio i wouldn't say we have actual mountains though it's more hills you know yeah you have that snake mound in the southern southeastern part which i want to check out sometime oh we have a lot of amazing stuff in ohio we really do i I really you know i I like ohio um you know being somebody that's that's been other places i do i enjoy it here um just because there's so much to do and see and, and observe and you know but um you know but we do we have you know more hills and stuff but then you go out to the actual mountains and you're like oh <laughs> right <laughs> not just that even just driving through the mountains is, is different because it's hard it's especially when you're not used to it the it, fucking i get it's like being terrible. on a fucking roller coaster i hated it it was yeah. my least well, favorite part of the week was and your 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 equilibrium's all fucked up oh yeah your ears pop oh. seriously serious oh yeah. yeah oh yeah the ones that when i was in uh when i was down in arkansas um and there's i mean it's all mountains there um that's how it was my ears my ears ended up getting really full and i couldn't like alleviate it like it just couldn't because the house that i was staying at was like literally in a mountain so it was it just wouldn't it wasn't gonna get any better <laughs> you know whereas like those people they live that life every day and you know they're used to it and plus you know just the culture on itself you know there's there's definitely some type of you know a a different culture everywhere you go is a different culture um but it it is intimidating because it's like here in ohio you know you go so far out and like you know at some point you're gonna hit city and it's not necessarily like that in the mountains you're just going higher and higher (laughs) you're like right. oh shit i gotta turn back down and go back down the mountain in order to get anywhere so it's like you get further and further away you're never just going to keep going straight and hit that point <laughs> god we got turned around leaving something one day 
and we went all the way up to the top of this fucking mountain and it was like the view was great but i didn't even want to look at it i just wanted to like get me fucking down from here like this yeah is, this is not yeah. fucking safe like get me fucking down from here yeah you yeah. know you panic you're like well and even like in a car you know if, if you take a wrong turn you can't just like you know we got mostly flat ground here you just roll up in the grass and turn around you can't do that shit on a mountain <laughs> right well that's that's the thing is that even if <clears throat> like even if you're not talking about like falling down like hundreds of feet and like destroying your car and killing yourself you can most roads are still kind of like like raised like four feet up you know what i mean where they're like there, there's at least a little bit of a drop off on the side yeah. so you're not gonna die but you might fuck up your right. axle it, or something yeah exactly so well right even if it's survivable that's i mean yeah you know it's it's terrible or you can like try to like because we did that shit in west virginia i mean we were we were stuck on the shitty ass dirt road there was nowhere to turn around we ended up having to drive in reverse for about a quarter mile to go find a a a patch of flat land where we could turn around on at oh my god because we couldn't just you can't just do it and so and it's scary because then like the car wasn't going to make it any further up that road i don't even know how it made it that far up that road it was so bad i would have just, just i would just live there i would have been like this is where we live now <laughs> no I, we were not about to stop at this particular it was so fucking weird there no <laughs> yeah so it is intimidating um but um why don't we go ahead and get into uh the show topic a little bit more and talk about the so you went somewhere before you came here somewhere that i told you i told you about we probably knew about before i think um but we had talked about it before you went to the uh yeah the arc project i don't you know what i might have heard about it from the for the first time from you i really don't know or it's called the arc encounter um i think it's kind of a popular thing i mean it's a giant building shaped like the arc noah's arc right well i know i had um it's a it's uh, technically its official name is a young earth creationist theme park um but yeah no i i it 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 was something that was kind of new on my radar and um when we realized that we would be kind of passing by it on the way from um uh uh, tennessee to to ohio i wanted to make sure that we went there and we did, and it was a fucking eye-opening experience. And I know me and you talked about this one when we were hanging out on Friday, but for the benefit of our listeners, like, first of all, <clears throat> you got to understand, like, this is this is a theme park that is in the process of being built, and this thing is only going to get bigger, okay? So right now, it's just pretty much got the arc, and there's, like, a little zoo, and there's a 3D theater, but they're, like, actively now, like, building the Tower of Babel attraction right so imagine like the first year or two that like disney was open and they had like maybe thunder mountain and the haunted mansion right. but that was it right but then the next year they put in peter pan and then the next year they put in space mountain and mr toad's wild ride and then before you know it you got fucking disneyland so it's kind of like the same thing we're like we're, right. we are in the beginning stages of an entire enormous young earth creationist theme park and um i was glad i got in on the ground floor <laughs> because we right. were going we were going back in labor day hopefully uh it was pretty fucking insane so like um wh- what's interesting why i kind of wanted to talk about this is because it kind of it talks about it t- checks the box some of our previous topics where like <clears throat> we had talked about um creationism and young earth theory and dinosaurs and the incomplete fossil records and stuff like that and all of this um builds off that 
right? So, you know, most people are kind of familiar with the story of Noah and the ark and, you know, uh, God was displeased with the state of the planet and, you know, commanded Noah and his family to build this ark. Once they were inside the ark, they brought two of every animal. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Then it stopped. And then Moses spent another 40 days or whatever floating around. And then the waters receded. And earth as we know it was, earth as we know it today was kind of left behind. They all left the ark and uh, began to repopulate the earth. So that's kind of a very, fairly common story. Most people, even if you're not a hardcore religious Christian, it's the, you know one of the few Bible stories that most people know. And um, this whole entire you know Ark Encounter experience kind of moves forward with the assumption that that's a historical event that happened. It happened um, four thousand years ago, and um, that they they build a argument for it being historically accurate as represented in the bible um they make the claim that uh or like if you're familiar with like pangea the supercontinent that was the state of the earth before the flood what happened was that large fissures opened up on the ocean floor and released lava into the ocean and when the fissures opened up it created uh massive earthquakes that then in turn created tsunamis and that flooded the lands and then with the lava being emptied out into the ocean floor that superheated the ocean water kind of what we saw on friday with the fucking oils with the shit in the gulf of mexico but uh it, it vaporized so much uh ocean water that it created a whole bunch of you know uh, moisture up into the atmosphere, which created this torrential downpour that lasted 40 days and 40 nights. So um, that's what it, that's what the whole thing proposes actually happened. And that um, it makes a lot of interesting claims along the way, <laughs> lots of interesting claims along the way, which I just, I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, okay, that's fine. One that's of the fine. one of the things when you go through when you go through the arc is that it's got um, it's built to the specifications that are uh, outlined in the Bible, the the dimensions of it, and um, they have they have lots of areas, obviously, because the main purpose of the arc was to shelter. Um, different animal species to be saved so they have like all these like pen areas built up all over the place and you have um there i mean they're not obviously there's not animals in there but they're like ceramic or whatever you know just like kind of display animals right and you'll have like hippopotamuses next to like t-rexes baby t-rexes obviously you know because they make the case that dinosaurs existed at the same time that man did and that they brought the the infant versions of the animals on the ark with them because they would be easier to domesticate and tame. They would shit less and eat less. And then when they were released from the ark, they would have a longer life ahead of them to procreate and repopulate. So, um, so like that was like super crazy to see. And then um, the, it, it just, Oh God, I don't even know where to go. It was, it, it was like, it was great because this whole, this is something that like, you know, we've talked about, we know it's out there and to see it kind of like all laid out, um, 
was a really eye-opening experience and it kind of brings you back to um the flood myth which is something that is fairly common in human history there's over 200 different cultures right. that have a flood myth right and you know i did an episode the, the podcast i used to do way back in the day i had an archaeologist on once uh that i interviewed and i had asked her point blank if she thought that and it wasn't the whole reason i had her on but when we were talking about archaeology stuff we got on different topics of like ancient civilizations and i said well, what's your opinion of a flood myth i'm like of there being a great flood at some point in mankind's history there's all these different civilizations they all have flood myths they're all very similar and her response to that to me at the time which i don't necessarily buy but i think it's worth bringing up in the context of this show um was that most early civilizations were water-based right it was a place you needed water to drink you could fish in the water you could move you could build a boat and then kind of travel up and downstream and um it only made sense that if most early civilizations were formed around bodies of water that eventually those bodies of water would flood and you know either there'd be a heavy rainfall in the mountains and the the there'd be a flash flood down the river or you know there'd be a tsunami or, or whatever off the coast of washington state that these things happened and given you know the reason that every major civilization has a flood myth is because every major civilization basically was started up around the water you know right. and um but she did not feel that there was one precise definitive great flood that had happened in mankind's history she didn't believe that she just thought that there was just a common thing that happened to early civilizations well and i i agree with that I and mean, because of their limited travel and just you know the world doesn't really exist outside of their own little areas then if they were hit with this natural disaster of any kind then you know the story gets twisted and they don't really know how to explain it so they choose to explain it away with religion um you know kind of like the same um the same views that, that we kind of came to about the wendigo and how it's just kind of circumstantial and, and an easy way to explain things that they crazy yeah right you know I, I think that you know as as of right now in, in our science and point in time there's absolutely 100 percent zero evidence of any type of flood happening globally that's such a bummer though absolutely no evidence of it really that's what you think it's not what I think. That's it's science. I was thinking <laughs> that's, that's that's what the scientists think. Um, and so therefore, yeah, I, there's I don't. It doesn't make any sense why we would have. It just there's no logic behind it at all. Um, it just simply didn't happen. You know, it just it it just didn't happen. Uh, now, it could could advances be made in the future to point to that maybe it did. Sure, but I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I think that we know a lot about our planet i think at this point in our evolutionary timeline we would know i think we would have evidence but we, there's nothing there's nothing that supports that it ever did happen now again um it you know it could have there could have been you know big floods that did happen or tsunamis or not even that you know i'll tell you uh, one of the one particular thing that i think about a lot from time to time uh, a lot is when I was a kid and I was watching a an episode of, of Bill Nye, Bill Nye the Science Guy, mm -hmm. and um, he was he was talking about water. That's what the episode was about. And and in the opener of the episode, he had mentioned how water is is recyclable, right? We really have 
kind of a finite source of water. We don't really create new water. Um, mm-hmm. We just have the set amount of water and it, and it comes and goes, you know, in our atmosphere and in our daily lives and whatnot. And, uh, you know, because I remember he had mentioned that, you know, if you drink a glass of water, you, you're, you're potentially drinking dinosaur spit at some point because it's, it's recycled <laughs> back in the environment. Right. So I remember that. And that is how water works. So, like, in order to, to flood the entire planet, you would have to have a right. means of generating new water. And we just haven't there's there not there's nothing like that exists and it hasn't so you're telling me that for recorded history and i would say recorded history even though it goes back further i would say we have a really good idea of like the last 500 years what's been going on um nothing like that hasn't has happened in the last 500 years you know so why is it not happening now i mean i just especially everybody talks about how like uh, i'm gonna get into religion a little bit all these Christians talk about how it's the end times and, you know, the world is so bad and, you know, we're coming to it, we're coming to it, we're coming to it. Well, I've never been talked to by a fucking bush before. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's not happening now. So, you know, and we're not having great floods. We're not having these crazy things that the Bible talks about. So, like, why would why would that, you know, pun, full pun intended here, why would that theory hold water and then, like, the other ones don't and, and vice versa? Like, none of it really makes any sense. And, you know, that's just kind of what I say with everybody. When you're thinking about anything at all, you have to make it make sense. And this is just one of those things that doesn't. There's not even like a maybe in there. I tried. I really tried to to research this and I tried to look for evidence supporting that there could have been. Because there's some people that claim that they found pieces of, of Noah's Ark and this, that, and the other. But then it's never, it never goes anywhere. It's never anything. And, you know, again, just geographically, there's nothing supporting that there was ever a flood. Yeah, I know. I think I just like the idea of it. <laughs> I mean, I tried. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, no, it is. You know what? I but I do still see it. I think it's important to talk about. Um, if anybody has, if anybody's listening to the show, and you guys have any type of argument for this to be a thing, like I am more than happy to listen to the evidence. You know, well, maybe you saw something that I didn't. I mean, if your evidence is just simply that you would like to believe it. That's one thing. But I mean, like, I need, like, some scientific evidence. So if you have some, please, please bring it to my attention. I'd, I'd nobody nobody listening to this show has any type of fucking peer-researched scientific evidence. So fucking, they might. We'll, we'll end they that might. conversation before it starts. But I, I think, I think the, the – so what was interesting about the ARC encounter was that you get to see all the arguments to all the stuff that you kind of just – laid out right right? and the you know one of the arguments to um where the water go is the polar fucking ice caps right so like if and i i understand people kind of the the one analogy kind of like when you're talking to flat earthers how like Mm -hmm. they make these like weird claims about like well if you're on an airplane and you look at this then blah blah blah, and you're like all right but you know you're kind of you're forgetting some part of it like you're making like two-thirds of an argument that sounds good but you're forgetting that other third and like i think when people talk about um when people talk about like you know the polar ice caps melting isn't going to raise the sea level even though we clearly see that happening in places like florida right right um but what they say is well like okay like take a cup of water and put some ice cubes in there right and then let the ice cubes melt does the cup of water overflow no because the water is already displaced by the ice cubes so therefore if the polar ice caps melt the sea levels aren't going to rise because the 
ice caps are already in the water, right? Yeah, so that's, that's the argument that people have against um, against you know there being like that we have to worry about sea levels rising. And obviously, number one, we know the sea levels are rising. And number two, the reason being is because a lot of that, a lot of the polar ice caps aren't necessarily just on water. A lot of that, a lot of the glaciers, a lot of that stuff do have a base underneath them. Correct. Right. right. And right. so, so that, 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 that liquid is kind of being suspended outside of the ocean. But as it melts and it goes in, then it's pushing it's pushing it down and it's raising things back up again. Right. So that's why when they talk, when you talk about ocean levels shifting in relation to um, like, how could, how could that much water be produced that would cover all the dry land? Their explanation is that it's because all of the ice cap stuff was there. And when you talk about where did it all go for the, for the waters to recede and for the dry land to form, it's because almost immediately following the great flood was the only ice age. So if you look at like what, what conventional science tells you is that there were several ice ages over the planet's history. Right. And what, what they claim is that no, there was just one that happened. And that was when, you know, the, that was caused by global cooling because everything was underwater. So obviously it wasn't fucking warm. And, you had the you know the ice caps and all that stuff forming on. Not saying that they're right, you're wrong. I'm saying that's the argument. No, that's okay. No, that's totally fine. And and I I get what you're saying. Now, one of the big reasons why we had talked about doing this show was to kind of talk about the Nephilim a little bit. Right, which is something that I was like totally blown away about because the um as someone who's read the Bible a lot of times, um, one of the things that I know is in there and I know was the the cause given for the flood was that God was displeased with the fact that angels had come down and mated with uh, the women of men, the daughters of men and created these giants, the Nephilim, these like, you know, abominations. And that the flood was kind of primarily to wipe them out. Right. Right. And that was not mentioned anywhere. Period. Right. Which was anywhere weird. in the Ark Encounter. There, there, there was one, and I, I'll send you pictures of all. I'm going to send you all these pictures tonight, and then if you want to incorporate any of them into like the pr- promo for this episode, you totally can. But um, there was one thing when it was like documenting like pre-Earth or pre-flood Earth and why it was so like corrupt and stuff. And there was this amazing diorama of like a gla- of a uh, coliseum with giants fighting dinosaurs. And like people like cowering and crying while like Roman emperors like drank wine with like many wives and watched. And um, so they, they, they acknowledged giants in the context of that. They showed giants as like, as, but, but being very human, just like, just like big ass people. Right. And um, fighting the uh, just like being used as like gladiators and stuff. So it, it kind of sideway acknowledges the giants. It doesn't give them context as to where they came from. But what's interesting about that is that um, part of the, and this is something that you talked about with the cryptic community where a lot of really hardline Christians don't believe that, that 
the Nephilim could exist because they were supposed to be wiped out by the flood. Right. And when we were talking about this, the first thing that I immediately pointed out was that the story of David and Goliath is something that happens generations after the Noah's flood. So obviously, and there's other, and there's way, there's way more like references to giants and like the Bible and stuff. And they're, they're they kind of like allude that they come from Asia when they're, when you're talking about they're, they're from the East, but like. I, I decided to look into this a little bit more. And this is kind of, you know, what, what I was getting at with the segue was that um see i'm, I'm already I'll, I'll be dead honest with you in the background one of my friends is streaming so on my tv i'll keep the stream on and it's and it's off but like i can see the chat go by uh. and i look over and somebody is in the chat talking about nephilim and this is a, a cryptid stream like right. so it's it's crazy but and that wasn't my point so my point was i was doing some research on this a little bit more um because you had mentioned the giants thing because we had talked about david and goliath and how that happened after the flood and how you know, David was, or Goliath was allegedly a Nephilim. And so it's like, well, then obviously God, well, okay, here's the thing. Giants and Nephilim aren't the same thing. Okay. They're not the same. And so um, that was, that was the argument that was used um, in, in all this, because I was looking mm. up, you know, if Nephilim, and this was like from like weird websites, like BibleTruth.org and shit. And so I, I don't know if that's real or not, but like it was from like Christian websites, because I wanted to see their explanation for it. You know, if allegedly, again, which I've said, if the flood was made to wipe out the Nephilim, and it was, and God did his job and wiped out the Nephilim, by implying that there's Nephilim that exists today, then you're implying that God failed. Therefore, you're committing blasphemy, which is the only unforgivable sin in the Bible. Everything else is fine. You cannot, uh, you cannot be blasphemous at all. And so I wanted to see the logic. So their logic was saying that, well, Nephilim are not the same thing as giants. They're two different things. Yeah, but that's not uh, you know here okay and what are they basing that on uh different uh i guess i didn't write it down but different parts of the bible that say like different scripture well so a lot of what what a lot of this comes down to is different translations and, and me and my son were talking yes. about this is that you know there is no you know the the Bible as it was originally written in its original language, we have no access to that. That doesn't exist. Right. What we have our Greek translations of it that survive like the, the Library of Alexandria and stuff. And like then the Greek translations that were translated into different languages and stuff. It's it's like it all it's depends an ancient on, version of telephone. Right. Exactly. That's a, that's exactly how my son fucking paraphrased it too. It is. Was yeah. using the telephone game thing. Yeah. Um. So there. So different people can I think can pull out whatever translation kind of best suits their whatever they're trying to prove and say oh but it says this you know oh but it says that and like I I'm sorry as somebody who's and I'm I'm not if these people want to fucking come on the show and debate me they can't sure but I, th I think that like. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> All right. It's the same fucking thing. That the you give me an alternate explanation for that the that the Bible gives as far as the existence of giants goes. And I would love to hear it. I would love to hear what they say it is. I you wanna you wanna get into fucking semantics about the word Nephilim, fine. All right. But then you tell me where if you don't think that they're the same thing, then give me your explanation for where giants came from. Well, that's right. that's, but that's what i'm saying is that you know just like you were explaining how at the ark encounter it's it's very much like flat earth logic right which right. is just like science that you can see and just kind of barely grasp but nobody really digs into to figure out why and that's kind of what this explanation felt like was they were like well 
you know, the reason why is because the giants weren't Nephilim. They were, they were different. It's like, but you, no, hold on. But, the, but then what were the giants? Like you have to right. you can't explain this stuff. And then they're just like, they're like, oh, trust God. And it's like, well, I'm trying to, but like, give me something to work with here. God doesn't make much sense. <laughs> give me some level of consistency. Well, that's the thing is that like, it, it all comes through the filter of man, you know, and man isn't, man isn't fallible. So, or, or fallible, I'm sorry. So if you want to talk about the infallibility of God, it's like, okay, but once that, once that message is being put through human ears and written down by human hands, who fucking knows what happens to it, right? Yeah. And then you talk about things like the Council of Nicaea, where like, basically, any, and there's different translations of the same Bible, but the Cornerstone Bible that we all kind of draw from, a group got together in like the Middle Ages and sat down and it had all the different books and decided like okay these are the ones we're going to keep and these are the ones we're going to toss right? right and there was a there's a bunch of stuff that was considered that, that that's when they decided what was canon right? right it's like the star wars universe when they decided yeah. like well this extended universe shit from the books from the 90s we're going to throw this out but we'll keep admiral thrawn and you know what i mean but like as far as like you know han and leia having twins we'll throw that shit out we'll throw out mara jade but you know we'll keep some stuff in and it's just like it's it's like when you're retconning like a, a fucking a movie i guess like the saw fucking series or something or you're gonna or you're gonna you know redo the halloween movies but start act like nothing happened after part two or you know what i mean it's like that shit yeah and like that's exactly what they did with the fucking bible is they is they sat down at some point and they said okay we have 50 of these books and we only really, first of all, it's too unwieldy. We need to cut it down to 35. And we need to make sure that they're all coherent and cohesive and tell a semi-straightforward like straightforward narrative. Because there was contradictions all over the place. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's it. Like the the one that I, I kind of I listen to daily now talks about, you know, mentions all the time that like Jesus had siblings. And that was something that I remember in grammar school. That That's what made me start questioning religion a lot when I was younger. Was like, I remember my grandma talking about purgatory. And I'm like, what's that? And she's like, well, it's like if you're not good enough to go to heaven or the souls of unbaptized babies or fucking whatever explanation she gave. But basically, she was talking about purgatory. And I was like, I've never heard of that before. And she was like, yeah, I don't know, it's just kind of this thing. And I'm like, whoa, are you telling me there's like this whole other plane of existence that they're not teaching us about? And she goes, I don't know, ask your teacher. So I go into school <laughs> the next day and okay. I'm like, so what's the deal with purgatory? And they're like, my teacher's like, what are you talking about? It's not on the test. And I'm like, no, but like, I was talking to my grandma last night and she said that there's this place called purgatory that's not necessarily heaven, it's not necessarily hell, but it's this place that you go in between while you're waiting for the end of times for jesus to come back and forgive everybody for your sins or judge you and the teacher was like yeah that's like that's like from like the 50s we don't teach that anymore right i'm like what do you mean you don't teach it anymore jesus is this is this part of the fucking equation here or not and the teacher was just like i don't know like i'm a fucking fourth grade teacher in a private school like i don't get paid shit i don't fucking care you know and but that was it like something that was taught in school for generations and generations just kind of lost vogue like in the 60s and 70s the pope made some kind of fucking decree and they stopped teaching it they stopped doing masses in latin and then 
and they took purgatory off the board and like i think once you see stuff like that happen you realize dude everybody's just fucking you know all of this stuff is just kind of being thrown together you know it yeah it really is which is why i don't personally believe that it has a place in science um because it it in and of itself doesn't really make much sense right and i just i don't think that uh it you know i i hate that it's been turned into this big debate across the cryptid community because it just doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't help guys it really doesn't like i understand we're talking about things that have been proven to exist but like there is actual evidence out there like there is actual scientific evidence of these things existing i wouldn't be chasing it so badly if i didn't believe that there was and and they're not nephilim (laughs) jesus christ they're just not they weren't even described as being animal-like at all they were just big redhead redheaded humans um basically and uh it's just uh, i just i'm so i'm so frustrated with it so i mean i'm i'm probably not gonna i'm not gonna i thought about doing a whole episode on just the nephilim i'd be down for that i don't think i want to do all that (laughs) well i I think you'll i think you'll rub people the wrong way i certainly don't give a shit but like i it sounds that i was very surprised when you were kind of giving me the background as to where these two things intersect Uh, yeah (laughs) i never would have thought that this was something that had anything to do with bigfoot and shit but like the the fact that um it's very interesting that these two stories intersect at all but i think that you know you talk about science and like you know i i don't know if you know listen i don't think as much fun as i had at the ark encounter i don't think that that should take the place of an earth science class sure you know what i mean i think that it works good in addition to right i think that you know you can read more than one book or more than listen to more than one theory i think anybody that only wants to hear one type of theory that just so happens to be the one that they already agree with that they're not much of an intellectual um the only way we can get smarter as far as any topic goes is to listen to what everybody has to say you never know when you're going to find something that's going to spark the imagination or take your investigation into a new direction, right? There is value in listening to what other people have to say. I think I don't think deplatforming anybody about anything is a good idea, right? But I think that you have to also hold things within context as well. And as much as I don't like, you know, as someone that has is a father to children myself, you know, I don't I don't want this to be the only view that my children have any more than sure. I want a secular view to be the only view that my children have. I think that you provide them with many different views from many different religions and many, you know, and then you just kind of, you just talk about it and you kind of see where it goes from there. Um, but I understand that that's not always the case with people. And trust me, some of the, some of the right. fucking jokers that I was going through this thing with last week, I don't think they're nearly as open-minded and liberal as I am. Sure. Um, you know and that's that's where i understand people get weird about this kind of stuff and they kind of treat it with like oh this is dangerous you know that's the thing is you know i i absolutely agree with what you're saying a hundred percent always listen to everybody's views and you know talk to people talk to many different kinds of people and see why they think the way that they think however it is my job to ask you the hard questions right and if you're going to get mad that I'm asking you the hard questions and you can't answer them, either just accept that you have a narrow-minded view and don't bring that shit to my table. 
you know, or be prepared to change your fucking mind because yeah. I'm I'm gonna bring the shit up. And like I said, if it's hard and you can't answer it, it's not because I'm not listening to you. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Like I said, I'm more than happy to listen to you, but if, at some point in time, it's gonna be my turn to talk. <laughs> right. And I'm smart, guys. I don't know if you knew this, but oh yeah, I can vouch for that. I'm pretty heckin' smart. So and an natural redhead. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, just make sure that, you know, you bring a good argument to the table. Now, again, no, it's not about arguing. It's like that. I, I want people to change my mind. This is why I do what I do. I want, I want things to, to change and I want to be, I want the world to be a magical, beautiful place of, of, of mystery and wonderment and whatnot. It's just that I think that to a degree those mysteries can be solved and I think that we should. And so, you know, but I want the impossible to happen. I really do. I really do. If there's proof of a flood out there, I would love to see it. If there's proof that Bigfoot's a Nephilim, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I'd love for you to change my mind. I'm probably the best person that you can come to to change someone's mind about any particular subject. It's just, again, it has to make sense. You have to make it make sense. And if it doesn't, then there's something wrong with the narrative that you're that you're stuck on. Mm-hmm. And that's just, um, that was my soapbox for the week. <laughs> <laughs> And you say that as Ryan Tremblay's girlfriend. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, but somehow, somehow that always we got to work that in before you uh, before you, you know any I know kind exactly of, what you meant by that. <laughs> before you before you re- anything you say is to be taken seriously, we have to fucking just. You're right. You're right. It, it doesn't right unless until it's established that I'm Ryan Tremblay's girlfriend. It doesn't matter. Yes, you just, so you guys know. Crackpot on the internet. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Before we give her the platform, hold on. Let's make sure that she deserved it. Okay. I got my credibility card. It's all right. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It took me a minute too. I was like, "What? What? Oh, I know why." Because <laughs> is that what this was about? Like, I mean, not to get too much into fucking. That, well, kind of that. Okay, kind of that group. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, is very much into this whole nephilim thing, and I'm just not into it and um yeah i mean it was kind of you know i had a so i had a disagreement with another podcaster um some of you might actually be over here because you heard me talk to this guy and uh you know a lot of people will argue over like if like bigfoot and dogman are are you know flesh and blood terrestrial creatures or if there's something more if they're ethereal or corporeal sure yeah sure yeah and you know I think that personally, and I'll say that here and now on, on my own show, that while I do believe that there is a flesh and blood Bigfoot, right? I do believe that that it is an actual animal and it's living out there. It might even be kind of human. They might even kind of be almost the people. They're a little intelligent. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, th- I think that I do believe that there is a dogman type creature. I think people hear dogman and they think half dog, half man, but really it's just a huge ass dog with bipedal capability i think it's still an animal um but there are people that tell weird stories and maybe we'll talk about that one day the bigfoot ufo um you know uh not coincidence but phenomena it's kind of a big thing you know maybe we'll get into that a little bit more um but there are like these weird supernatural elements to some of these sightings and some of these stories i mean the fact of the matter is is that probably most of them are bullshit but then there probably are some that are legit however i don't think those things are animals like i don't i don't think that they're dog men i don't think they're they're bigfoot i think that what they are is probably ultra terrestrial beings presenting as bigfoot because it's it's like takes your it takes your reality to the edge right it projects an image into your head as you're seeing it as a bigfoot because 
it's so ridiculous, but it's not completely outside of the realm of possibility for it to exist. However, whatever the thing is that's presenting to you as that is outside of your realm of, po of possibility. You can't comprehend it. So therefore, it presents as like a Bigfoot or a Dogman or whatever the fuck it is you're saying. And, you know, a lot of people take issue with that, I guess, because they still insist on calling these things what they are. And I think that terminology is really important. Um, as somebody that's polyamorous, you know, ask any one of us in the community, terms are, are very important. And, uh, you know, same thing goes for anything. Um, so that's basically what this was about. Um, but, you know, again, it, I, I guess I have to have the backing support of another, um, of a man in the field in order to be credible. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I'm not going to say that for sure. I'll say, you know what? Me and this other person have, have so far, we've been cool. We've been good. Definitely keeping an eye on the situation because it is hard. You know, I talk about it a lot. Being a woman in the field is hard. Not only do I have to prove these fringe sciences, right? I have to prove that to everybody. I also have to prove that I'm credible and I'm valid because I'm a woman. And well, I have to do a step to do it. What's, cr what's crazy to me about this whole thing is is you got, you got people arguing about something that there's no, like... <sighs> It's all hypothetical anyway. Right. Like, we don't know exactly what they are. Right. So like you have your you have your theory. I have right. my theory. Sure. But because our theories contradict, I don't think that means that we necessarily have to be at odds with each other. Because right. the vast majority of people out there don't have theories about this shit at all because they don't give a fuck. Right. So like I think you know, it's one of those things where like you go to a punk rock show and like the dude in the bad brain shirt is thumbing his nose at the kid in the Blink-182 t-shirt. Right. And it's like, yeah, I guess, you know, someone's more hardcore than someone else. But at the end of the day, we're all at the fucking punk show. Like, can't we be cool? Right. But you can't because either. tribalism exists uh, in yeah. any level of human interaction. It's just something that we inherently do to fuck things up. And some people blame the Tower of Babel for that. But that's next week's episode. <laughs> so. Well, and so so the best way that I had put it was actually um, Ryan had made a post on Facebook recently asking about if people considered skinwalkers a cryptid. And but, you know, what did they also think about the pale humanoids? Right. And so these are two different creatures, kind of. So I put my two cents in there. I said, well, you know what? Technically, skinwalkers are esoteric because it's 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 a specific group of people that believes in this thing. And they're not even animals they're people that shapeshift and yeah it's a native american mythology thing, right. right so it's esoteric i said now in the case of pale humanoids i believe that actually some people see them and they think that they are skinwalkers and they're wrong but they think that they're skinwalkers and then so that's where that gets mixed up but the pale humanoids are they cryptids well we don't really fucking know what they are we really don't they could be cryptids they could be aliens could no be one knows what any of this shit is we don't know. Like, right, that's what's so fucking nuts to me is that nobody knows what any of this shit is. Right. And like, which so is fine. Gatekeeping cryptids, you know what I mean? Like, right. Are we, are we the, really going to do that? The fact that there's there's people trying to draw these fucking lines in the sand yeah. about any of this shit is like fucking insane to me. And I'm the guy that went to the Ark Encounter and had a good time. Like, <laughs> you know, I thought this was all about having an open mind and entertaining it as many be. different possibilities as... as, as you know, remember when these used to, when the people that were into this shit used to be just fucking stoners? Like, I think we need to go back to that. Well, they used to just be excited to learn that there's another person 
that believes in the same in the same shit that, that even believe that these things exist like that was all you needed and you just sit and you talk about your own theories back and forth like there was no well you're wrong it was just oh my god there's another fucking person that's actually willing to listen to me go on and on about fucking bigfoot or whatever they're, they're 21st century urban ghost stories that we tell around the campfire and the campfire is now the internet yeah. right it's a bunch of people in the middle of the night saying hey did you ever hear the story about this one Do you ever hear this now i believe that these are these a lot of these are I'm not saying that I think that these are all just fucking ghost stories and like bullshit that you make up to spook yourself. I think, I think a lot of this stuff really happens and a lot of this stuff is based in fact, but it's also so hard to prove and so intangible that like to, to get really to be defiantly like, I don't know when people get mad at each other about this shit, it just feels very weird to me feels yeah. very weird to me i don't know i can't articulate it right now but no i it is it is very weird and i'm just for, for now i'm gonna distance myself from people that have those the, that much of a closed mind like first of all if your mind's that closed off you're never gonna slide with me and my theories anyway <laughs> so well, they're pretty fucking out there and i thought um, the whole point of all this was to have an open fucking mind in the first place well it should be but then you get people that are you know the problem is they they get in, into this and then they start getting getting some type of clout they get a following and it's the popularity that kind of ruins it because but, people keep coming to listen to their theories so therefore when they start building an army they think that they're right but dude you can't prove your theory any more than the other person can prove theirs right and so it's it's just it's absolutely silly i'm done with the infighting that's been going on that's what i've just simply decided to do you know i'll tell you i posted that picture the other day uh yes uh july 5th of of the um the saramancy photo of champ okay yeah and you know just kind of talking about it. what do you guys think it is you know what do you think it is i was so disappointed in the amount of people that came on there and said it was a whale penis like it sounds so silly because like the first time it was said it 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 was funny right but then like eventually like as kind of the posts went on it got sadder and sadder and it's like guys it's not like what it's it, like champlain is a it's a whales don't live in freshwater <laughs> it just got so sad because then there were people that were like actually weren't just like joking about it they just had seen this idea on the internet somewhere and they ran with it and they decided that that's what it was and it's like wait a minute Wait a minute. People actually think people are actually fucking serious about this. They actually think that that lake monsters are whale penises. And it's like, that's not. <sighs> so it just it, it made me very flustered because it made me realize that even though like maybe the first comment, I was like, well, it can't be a whale penis because whales can't possibly live in Lake Champlain. Um, you know, those people, the other people that followed didn't read at all. Mm. you know what i mean they just they don't want to learn is what it is like people subscribe to these ideas and then they get stuck on them and then they refuse and i'm just like okay i don't have the energy to bring those people over to the other side of the fence and want to learn you have to make them want to learn i guess that's not really what my goal is of the whole thing anymore um but gosh just it's just crazy the amount of negativity in the community is just bad and that's i'm just gonna leave it at that how about that well, <laughs> i'll quit talking <laughs> for some people outrage is intoxicating and yes. to get upset about anything or to and, and people like i said people like tribalism they like to know that i'm on this side and you're on that side 
And I know that if I'm on this side, that I'm on this side with these people. And these people are my friends now because we're all on this side. And if that means right. that you're my enemy because you're on that side, we'll so fucking be it because God damn it, I'm on this side. Right. And yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And there's people that do it. Like I said, it's music. It's it's everything, everything. People just find reasons to fucking divide themselves. Which is why I'm just going to ignore it because you're right. It is everything. It's in every group. And it's even in the fucking cryptid paranormal and ufology community guys it's yeah it's, i guess what's blowing my mind is like peeking behind the curtain and seeing what the fuck is going on and be like oh yeah. my god you <laughs> yeah. know? it's crazy so i'm i'm done with it um but this i feel like this has kind of settled my views on on the nephilim theory um so from now on i will direct people to this episode and um i, I still would like to do a deeper dive on them at some point i guess let's wait for something to happen to kind of make this well we might talk about like the giant of of kandahar or you know something like that and you know maybe we'll talk about giants and stuff and do a little bit i mean maybe we'll just talk about giants one day i'd I'd much rather talk about that than nephilim i mean some people think that that's what they are i'll entertain that idea for a minute well i always heard nephilim in terms of um that's like what aliens were supposed to be like the grays were like that aliens were angels or something spiritual that was trapped here or trafficking through here either positively or negatively um there's a lot of people that that think that aliens are have a demonic edge to them or something you know especially because if you look at uh some abduction scenarios they especially when they're tied into um sleep paralysis that uh it seems like you know um when people encounter like report seeing like shadow people in the rooms and stuff like that, or they think that there's a demonic presence in the room that's kind of like trying to prey on them and they're able to break from it. And I, and I've gone and I've said multiple times in multiple shows, I, I suffer from sleep paralysis, not so much anymore, but when I was definitely when I was younger and um, I know what that's like, and it is very creepy and you not, not very rational and you're not in the right mind anyway, when it hits you. So who knows? You, you kind of fucking th- don't know what the fuck is happening, um, and a, a demonic explanation makes total sense in that context, or an alien one, either one. You know, I think maybe we should just do a whole episode titled "Is It Demons," and we just kind of talk about the different things that people think could be demonic and why. It, Can it, I bring up a couple ex girlfriends? Sure. <laughs> Sure. Hey, you know what? That's your funeral, not mine. So by uh, all means, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll figure something out, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, as far as the uh, the flood and whatnot goes, I think we're I think we're pretty settled on that, guys. I don't know. You got anything else to, to mention about this Noah's Ark situation? Oh, uh, let me check my show notes real quick. Um, no, but yeah. Oh, so hold on. Give me one second. Um, sure. Is there anything you want to plug real quick while I'm looking at this? Uh, oh, yeah, actually, I do. My very good friend Nubsy. Uh, Pat, you probably don't know Nubs. I don't know why, but uh, my friend Nubs uh, runs a YouTube channel called Adventures with Nubs. And sometimes I'm on there on the live panel talking about cryptids, cryptids and stuff. Uh, but Nubs does a lot of paranormal, like urban explanation, exploration and stuff like that. Um, he has a couple of very specific cases, like locations and stuff he's been working for a long time uh nubs is 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 just short of a thousand followers and if you guys could please go follow his youtube channel again that's adventures with nubs um that that would be great but i think that's really all i have to plug for now do we do we have any clubhouse things coming up uh no not yet not nothing nothing planned this week 
No, I didn't have anything. I, there was a book of Noah, which is one of those I, we talked about apocrypha, um, yeah. Bible books that were cut out, and the book of Noah kind of ties in with the book of Enoch, which makes sense, you know, because the Nephilim and whatnot. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm pretty much done with this. <laughs> but uh, the Ark Encounter, I got I got to say though, like, is whether or not it, if you find yourself in the position to check this thing out, check this thing out because it is. It is enormous, and um, it's a good people watching experience too. Yeah, you know. Um, so I want to go. I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Maybe we'll go together. Yeah, um, like I said, maybe Labor Day. I think we're, we're take a little video. Yeah, we can plan it out. We can figure it out. Figure, yeah. Find it. You know, make it work somehow, and and do it. But um, yeah, I'd, I would definitely be down to go. Well, okay. Well, I guess that's uh, guess that's it for this episode, guys. We'll uh, see you back here next Wednesday.